What should business owners be aware of when it comes to employee embezzlement and fraud? How do you prevent theft from within your company? How do you, you as a business owner, guard against one of the big secret legal risks that affect businesses today? Businesses today are quite complex where it's not paper accounting anymore. It's some sort of financial software. And there are typically different electronic accounts at various banks or financial institutions. There's a lot going on and business owners need to stay focused on the big things in growing the business. So as a result, they often hire people to handle the financial matters, the smaller matters. And one of the big secrets that I have not seen much attention about is how often internal fraud and embezzlement happens in businesses. I know this because it has happened to my clients and I've been called in as an attorney to help business owners in dealing with internal embezzlement. Here's why you may not have heard about it though. Because businesses don't want to be known as being vulnerable to this. They don't want other employees to know that they were taken advantage of. They don't want customers and vendors and others to know that they were susceptible to internal fraud, that they might have been naive or negligent in some way or not have had proper procedures in place. So usually, the business owners keep very confidential if there was any sort of fraud or embezzlement or misappropriation that occurred. When a business owner faces internal embezzlement, typically they call in the professionals, an attorney, an accountant, perhaps others to figure out what's actually happened here, like track down all the information, and then what are my options for dealing with it? That remains confidential. So what can you as a business owner do about this? How do you avoid this sort of internal fraud? Well, the best way is to be aware of the types of fraud that occur and the best practices to mitigate those risks in those areas. So for one example is billing schemes. A billing scheme is when an employee sets up fictitious vendors and then they make payments to those vendors. This would be on the company's payroll. So for example, an employee might set up a vendor for some office supplies, but this vendor isn't real. And the employee may set up a fake LLC, maybe it's even a real LLC, and just starts making payments to those LLCs and keeps it a really small amount so other people don't worry about it. It's just not enough money to really care, but the employee is essentially pocketing every payment that goes to that fake vendor. So that's billing schemes. The next category of employee fraud or embezzlement is payroll schemes. This is when an employee creates a ghost employee or a fake employee on the payroll or inflates their hours on the payroll or manipulates the rate of pay that they should have. I one time had an employee do this. This employee was responsible for everybody's payroll and we had salaried people and we had hourly people. 
And the hourly people would report their hours to this employee. The employee would hold them accountable and look out for the best interests of the business. And I approved all salaries in advance, so those all stayed the same. Well, guess what? One time, well, in the payroll system, he gave himself a raise, a five-figure raise. This was on top of an already six-figure salary. I probably would never have realized it except a few months later when I was looking at giving this employee a raise, it was brought to my attention that there was a raise a few months earlier. So unfortunately, this is a common area of employee fraud and the best way to guard against this is to have a second set of eyes reviewing everything. Now, although that second person could be in on the scam, it's far less likely that two people will uh, participate in a scam than one. Just statistically, it's less likely. So that certainly can help. Sometimes you have a person that you especially trust looking over things. That might be a family member or somebody you've worked with for a long time and, and that rapport and trust has been built. The third common way that employees may try to embezzle in your business is expense reimbursement schemes. This is where they either inflate their expenses for travel or meals or supplies or they make up fees expenses or submit false receipts or false paperwork. The fourth common way that employees try to steal from your company is check tampering. This is when the employee writes checks from the company for their own personal gain. They might forge signatures. One best practice is to require two signatures on every check of your company. So that at least reduces the odds of one person being able to act alone to participate in a fraud. The next common way that employees cheat their company out of money is skimming. Skimming is when the money coming in each day, like in a cash register, some of it is pulled out and pocketed by the employee. Sometimes this is done with cash, sometimes it's in a more, a more elaborate scheme, uh, but ultimately skimming is where the money that's supposed to go to the business gets set aside and pocketed by the employee. Next is theft. Straight out theft. Employees will steal anything from photocopies, paper, office supplies, electronic equipment, toner cartridges, flash drives, hard drives, computer equipment. I have seen all sorts of theft because often these things are not carefully tracked. And within the team of employees, there has to be a degree of trust that people aren't going to take things for their own purposes. And so often what companies will do is they will have a list of all computers that they have with serial numbers on them and who's been assigned to them. Likewise, any other important equipment. And then there might be cameras or something else monitoring copy machine rooms or rooms where inventory is kept so that if somebody is stealing something and there's a question about it later, because 
Typically, you don't know at the time, but if there's a question about it later, at least there may be some footage or some sort of a video or record of the theft that occurred. The next common way employees take from business owners is fraudulent financial reporting. This is where the employees manipulate financial records to hide what they've done or to make the company seem more profitable than it actually was or make it look like it met certain financial targets that it didn't. I had an employee who managed the expenses of the company. We were at cash basis accounting. And so whatever cash we had, it looked like that was profit. But what he would do is he would slowly pay the vendors. So instead of paying two weeks after the bill comes, he would pay 90 days after the bill comes. So what that effectively did is it allowed us to keep a lot more money at least for 90 days. So instead of that 90 days worth of expenses having been paid out to the vendors who it belonged to, it was at least temporarily sitting in our accounts. And this was a rolling 90 days. So we always had more, we had 90 days more of money in our accounts. It made us look like we were doing much better. And so a person in management can basically say, hey, look at all the money we have. Wow, we're doing great. A lot more money than we had before I came. This is incredible. When in fact, it's slow paying of the vendors or manipulating reports. Eight, the eighth way that employees can steal from your company is kickback schemes. The employee might agree to buy a certain amount of inventory from a legitimate vendor of yours. Let's say $40,000 worth of inventory. But the, the employee has a deal with the vendor that in exchange, he gets $2,000 worth of gift cards. Well, those gift cards, he justifies it by saying, oh, it's not money. But essentially it is. I mean, you can sell gift cards and get money. And those gift cards should have gone to the business, if anyone, not the employee personally. And so kickbacks are largely illegal. In fact, they are always illegal because they're a breach of fiduciary duty. It is always illegal for an employee to do it. It's illegal for a company to participate in kickbacks because they are tortiously interfering with the fiduciary duty of an employee to the company. And there are specific industries where kickbacks are flat out and directly banned. They can actually be criminal. But Kickback schemes, whether it be gift cards or baseball games or other dinners out or whatever those perks may be, the employees may be benefiting from the vendors because the employees have the authority to control which vendors are used and which transactions the company is engaged in. So it's important to have policies against this as well as put the vendors on notice that they'll have liability if they participate in any kickback schemes. Often companies will require vendors to agree that they will not engage in any kickback schemes or benefits to the employees as a condition of doing business with the company. The final common way of employee theft is employees stealing data. Employees can sell that to competitors. 
the employees can sell data for fraudulent purposes, but data has significant value in a company. And often that data can just be copied and you don't know it's missing. So having controls on what data each type of employee has access to can be very valuable, especially as you grow. For example, the marketing employees don't need access to the financial records of the company. Similarly, the accounting department doesn't need the customer database or the prospect database. That All this data should be on a need-to-use basis and uh, that can be partitioned as companies grow and they add more employees. It's very important to limit what data employees have access to based on what they need. This is a summary of common ways that employees can steal from you as a business owner and steal from your company. And I'm presenting this knowing there's some risk that employees might watch this and learn from this, but this stuff is already out there. And I am doing it on this channel for you as business owners so you can make sure in your company, at a minimum, you've thought about the risk and decided to accept it. Or even better, you've implemented some sort of procedure to minimize the risk that employees can steal from you or devalue your business. This happens all the time. Some reports indicate 90% or 100% of companies suffer from the consequences of employee theft. Of course, it's not often detected and it's usually only the huge situations where companies finally realize, hey, we're missing hundreds of thousands of dollars. What's happened here? Often by that time, it can be too late. All right, I'm Aaron Hall. I'm an attorney for business owners and entrepreneurs. I do this educational channel to help you spot issues to discuss with your attorney, to help you identify ways to avoid problems. But keep in mind, it's an educational channel. This is not a replacement for using an attorney who understands the law in your state, in your jurisdiction, and can take the time to understand your particular goals and concerns and exceptions that might apply to you. I'd love for you to get the exclusive free resource that we make available to subscribers. It's a list of common legal problems and how to avoid them, and then videos, educational videos, talking about how to avoid those problems in your company and set your company up for success. You can get that at aaronhall.com free, enter your email address, and we will start sending you that information by email. If you have other questions, feel free to continue to add them here. I will use those questions to answer in a future live Q&A. It was great being with you today. I look forward to seeing you again on the next live session.